Finally, we have a fucking patch. <laughs> Finally, dude. We've Finally. been waiting for this. I don't. I don't even count that like hotfix. Two point was it twelve point five B or whatever uh, bullshit? No one cares. No one cares yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got an actual patch, guys. Welcome. Um, March is almost over. This fucking year is going by fast. I didn't even think about that, dude. I know Fuck it's March. Life. March twenty ninth at the time of recording this, and um, you are on episode forty. Uh, the According to Low Elo podcast, where we talk about all things League. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. So, 12.6 coming out, and of course, before we get into Tyler's LCS talk and the actual episode, we are going to go over last week's poll. And our question for last week was, what do you think about the upcoming Prestige Mythic content, content overhaul? How will this new format affect your in-game spending? Yeah, we have a very, uh, <clears throat> uh, few good answers. And even just looking at the poll, a very spread result of the polls, what I was trying to say. <laughs> and I don't know what happened in my brain, but that didn't work out. Um, I, yeah, go over the first answer. Okay. Yeah. So Andrew wrote in and said, I have seven gemstones. I'm literally only going to get enough mythic essence for Ashen Pike, Night Pike. Yes. That's, yeah, dude, incredible. I'm one. 100% with you on that point, dude. <laughs> uh, Ashen Knight Pike, because I absolutely love that champ, and this skin is a masterpiece, but that's only the only change I'm making. So, this is, okay, this is, like, the newest, I feel like every, well, okay, first of all, when was the last, because um, the only gemstone skins that were coming out, I'm not counting prestige skins, were the, they were, like, Hextech. There was the Dreadnova. But that, okay, so that's what I was getting at. The most, everything, so like, Dread Nova came out in the beginning, which was four years ago or whatever. And then Jesus after Christ, that, really sure, they had ago? like one or two, but like, and then it felt like for three years, it was just Hextech skins. There was the, oh, there was the Dark Star line too. Oh, for, but Cho'Gath? For Karma, and, oh, sorry, that's Dawnbringer, Karma, Dark Star, Cho'Gath. Those skins uh, I know were Dreadnova. because of, um, uh, whatchamacallit, they were charities, fundraisers. Okay. Oh, and then Soul Stealer Vane. See and all those Lancer so those Zero are... Hecarim, but those are all old as balls. So what I'm getting at is this is the first new, like gemstone because the Chogath and the Karma skin you could buy with RP when they came out. Yeah. But this is the first new gemstone skin, like in a new line, and it's a, I mean it's a brand new skin line. Looks fucking insane. Um, I don't even play Pike, but I'm gonna buy them. Oh, dude, I, I thoroughly enjoy Pike. But like there, there's definitely some games where I've played where it feels bad to play Pike, like or it's or okay. I'm not able to hit the resets, and I'm like, dude, what am I doing? Because if you're not hitting the damage or the resets, then like you're a useless ass champion. But but that's okay now. You're gonna have a new skin, and it's gonna be better. That's right. So everyone who sucks can play Pike again. Woo! <laughs> Alrighty, what else we got? Uh, we have Rayanne again, once again, always hitting us with the awesome comments. She's um. Nice. She's the most commenting, well, I don't know, between her and Joa. Uh, <laughs> she said, it won't necessarily affect me much, but I can see those who play and invest more money into League being upset. And I can see that. Um, I do... I don't know. I feel like when League brings out these, like, quote-unquote, hot, new, fresh things, 
Um, people tend to spend on it, to be honest. Um, how long it's going to last, that I don't know. But I know when they bring out the that new new, pun intended, uh, people spend on it for sure. So I think the very first maybe month or two won't be telling on to how the new system actually works. Uh, I think we won't find out really till six months, maybe a year. Um, as more content comes out, obviously as well, if, if they're selling us or sending out fire content, then I think it'll be fine. Also, you just got to realize how big the league player base actually is. So if you go on, if you go on the subreddit and we, I know we've said this a million times, there's a couple million people on the subreddit that follow it but then you see a post talking about like oh these are bullshit this event passes not worth the money it has 5,000 upvotes yeah. that's nowhere near <laughs> there, what i'm getting at is there are always going to be people that are going to spend money the, right i don't think riot gives a shit because they know eventually that they're probably going to break even on it even right. though you know a lot of people are bitching about it we'll say though they did revert, and I think we'll get to it, but I wanted to mention this because it kind of has to do with the gemstone stuff. They are reverting the thing to you can still re-roll skins and get mythic skins now. Okay, so they're they're not getting rid of that? Yeah, they people were too butthurt about that, so they're going to keep that in. Okay, whatever, I guess. That's fine. It makes it a little bit better. I mean, it's like a 1% chance. Yeah. It, yeah. You know what? I think I did see people complaining about that on Reddit now that I think about it. I think I well, did it was, see people it was stupid because... In the event passes, they're getting rid of the gemstones, right. and they're just giving right. you a skin that could possibly only be 520 RP, like in value, right. which would suck. So. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Alrighty, what else we got? We got Joa, and um, this one came in a little jumbled, so I'm going to say it the way I think you meant it. Um, and if I'm wrong, dude send in another reply or, or whatever and let me know that I'm wrong or, I don't know, uh, write me an email or something. <laughs> I don't know. Tell, tell me that, figure out a way to tell me that I'm wrong and, and, and I will recant it. But he wrote, it won't affect my in-game spending because I'm too poor. I relate. Right. I, <laughs> I spend when I shouldn't, so I, I feel you there. Right. Um, But I think... Riot just invented the next cash cow because there are some really nice skins in the prestige segment like Fizz. I think is what he's saying. Um, which means I should go look. I don't remember seeing a Fizz. It's um, It was an April Fool skin. Oh. Was it Fuzz Fizz? Got it. Okay, okay. Or okay. Dog Fizz or whatever the fuck that is. Cause oh, that yeah, 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 yeah. I like that one because he's actually a Cavalier King Charles like my dog. Um... That's, I think, the only reason I like that skin. <laughs> but, yeah, it's cool. But I, I actually, I don't disagree with you because um, Dean and I actually were talking about this the other day. We were trying to uh, make sure we understood what you were saying. Um, and what I thought about was, was that mention, that slight mention of the uh, clothing line, I guess, best way to put it, being kind mm -hmm. of um, an upscale clothing line is what caught my eye as being like a cash cow. Cause I'm thinking about it. I'm like, are they going to like try to make like a streetwear brand or are they going to try to make like a, I don't know. What do you call Balenciaga? I guess that's streetwear. Like high end, like, yeah, some high end, but like, it's not really high end. It's just priced high end. So it's a status exactly. symbol high end. Or and is again, it going to be more like a, like a, like a, um, 
a Gucci where it is actually more like of a mega high end. expensive. Like I don't know. They got the Louis Vuitton on on Senna's weapon in the prestige. Could you imagine some thing, motherfucker so. walking down the street and be like, "Check this out, dude! I got the new Riot Prestige boots. <laughs> They're four million dollars. <laughs> it cost me eight hundred thousand blue essence. Because again, people are gonna buy it. Yeah, people are yeah. still gonna buy it. Yep. There's a, there's a market out there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's those are the responses for the questions. We did get our poll back. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, this one's pretty evenly split. Uh, we got 29% of people. So, th- sorry, the question was, how many gemstones do you currently have? Uh, the choice selections were 0, 1 to 10, 11 to 25, or 25 to 50, or more than 50. Nobody has more than 50 gemstones, uh, which actually I was like, okay, that's good to see. Uh, what was a little weird is that 29% of the people that voted had 26 to 50 gemstones. I've seen whenever gemstones get brought up on Reddit, there are people who have never gotten gemstones for, I guess they, they play for, they're, they're for free players. Oh. But I'm like, dude, I've definitely gotten gemstones gotten just from chess. Right, 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 right. I'm pretty sure, no, I'm pretty sure you get a gemstone when you hit a milestone level on your account, like. Like I'm level 500 on my like seminar level. I'm when you get the big uh, capsules. I'm pretty sure you get a gemstone out of those. Hey, can you uh, continue telling us how you have no life? <laughs> just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. Um, I don't know. I I'm only 323 and I don't pay attention when I level up because I don't care. Uh, so maybe you do, maybe you don't. I I'd have to research that. Uh, um, 14% had 11 to 25 gemstones. 29% had 1 to 10. I fit in that group. I have 8 now. Uh, I'd like to get 10 so I can get that Ashen Lord Pike, but I don't know how I'm supposed to get more um, in a short amount of time because I don't play often enough. <laughs> and 29% had 0 gemstones. So that was also interesting to see, and I'm, I'm curious if if that group of people just recently cashed in on a skin that they liked in the, in the uh, gemstone crafting. But... Um, yeah, that's that's our question poll. Um, we will have a new question poll at the end of the episode for you guys. Um, should be very interesting because this patch is very interesting. Yep. However, before we get to the patch, we're gonna hit that LCS rundown yep, or LCS minute or whatever we're calling it. I don't know. What LCS we're calling minute. It these days. Cool. I'll <laughs> see if I can make it a minute. Um, all right. On Friday, this is super week. So everyone played three games, unless you're in a tiebreaker, in which case you may have played four or five. Um, starting off, the Friday slot was Golden Guardians versus Team Liquid, in which Team Liquid just absolutely manhandled Golden Guardians, which made me pretty sad because I was hoping maybe Liquid might uh, try to experiment with something and give Golden Guardians a window to to increase their uh, playoff opportunity playoff chances. Uh, it didn't happen. Um, and then immediately after that was Evil Geniuses and FlyQuest, which was the teams that they were tied with uh, for a playoff seating. Uh, and Evil Geniuses took that one. And then things kind of went as you would expect. C9 versus Dig. Uh, Immortals versus CLG, where CLG won that game. And TSM versus 100 Thieves, which was pretty straightforward. Uh, <laughs> TSM wasn't really in the same game. <laughs> That 0.3% chance of them getting six. Yeah, that's Blown sucked. out of the water. That sucked. I actually, <laughs> and like, though I know I've said in the past I'm not 
I don't care about TSM anymore. I, I do like when there's a chance for like the bottom tier team to make playoffs. I love to see that miracle run. I was a fan of the Schalke miracle run a few years ago, or I guess it was last year in, in LEC. Um, anytime there's an opportunity, I'm always rooting for that underdog, unless it's Team Liquid. <laughs> um, the next day, Team Liquid, of course, smashed Dignitas, which was another competitor for Golden Guardians uh, spot, but a team that I thought would fall out of playoff contention. Um, they did, spoiler alert, fall out of playoff contention. Yep. Uh, Golden Guardians took on the Geniuses, who, again, were uh, competing for seeding, and they actually beat EG, which was uh, a bit of an upset, because I feel like EG is actually the better team over GG. Um, So that was a bit of an upset. And then right after that was another upset, 100 Thieves taking down Cloud9. Uh, Again. C9, I don't know what's going on, man. One and two, dude, I don't know. That was interesting. Um, I know I have heard people say that they are awful in scrims and it seems like uh summit doesn't know what to do against malphite yeah i was gonna say i mean spoiler for the sunday game but they he played against malphite again and got dumpstered yeah oh he got absolutely dumpstered and i also was hearing that even on like uh um challenger's queue summit sometimes gets dumpstered like oh and 15 i'm like oh geez you don't expect that out of a guy who's like just been absolutely shellacking the league all split. Um, so that was interesting. Um, and then TSM takes a win over their rival CLG, which makes them <laughs> both the shittiest organization in the LCS. Um, but wait, there's more. Uh, FlyQuest loses to Immortals, which again, as an e- or as a GG fan, that looked great. Immortals being at the bottom of the standings. Immortals like, is terrible, dude. <laughs> Are they worse than CLG and TSM? <laughs> I think they're down there, dude. I per- also, just saying this, I think... I don't know what happened to Power of Evil, dude. And Revenge is just hot garbage. Right, right. They've, they've got a lot of problems. And actually, I felt like they were better off with Raze as their ADC than, than they are now. But I'm not the coach of that team, so I can't, uh, I can't control their decisions. But that was an interesting way to cap off the, the Saturday with FlyQuest losing. I thought that was actually insane considering how important all of these games were and how easy more or less of an opponent immortals would be for FlyQuest. um the last day dignitas actually snakes a game off of 100 thieves which was incredibly important uh because 100 thieves could have actually ended up in a tiebreaker with c9 um, right. had they won that game um, obviously, Evil Geniuses takes down CLG, putting them atop with the uh, the, the three-way tie um, between Golden Guardians, Fly, and EG. And then Cloud9 got stunned by FlyQuest. I felt like that game, they weren't even in that game at all. Like, C9 was nowhere to be seen. FlyQuest absolutely dominated the map. Not just not just the lanes, but they actually dominated the map. And it was I thought it was rather impressive, considering how well C9's played all year. Um, and I'm hoping this isn't that summer split collapse oh God, happening no. early. Like, I'm really hoping that's not the case. <laughs> um, Golden Guardians came in against Immortals. It was looking a tad bit shaky for a quick second. And then they pulled it out and, and immediately once, once they got the lead, they just didn't look back. Um, and then obviously Team Liquid, actually TSM put up a bit of a fight at the beginning of that game against, uh, Liquid. 
And uh, I did see that um, Spico was just stoked to have taken down Bjergsen. <laughs> so I think that was a moral victory. And actually, I think that's a good game, a good um, match for TSM to end their season on because they've just, or they're split on because the, the split's been so bad for them uh, in terms of morale and, and all the other things that have happened. Um, to at least go against you, like okay, we're gonna, we're probably gonna lose against Team Liquid, and let's just go for it and have some fun. And I felt like they did have fun, even though they lost. I felt like they were having fun on stage, and I think, um, whenever you see a team that just couldn't get it together, when when you see them having fun, you're like, all right, like they they needed that, you know what I mean? Yeah, they um, needed something. <laughs> th- yeah, they did. And so at the that should have been the end. However, we had two tiebreaker matches. Uh, first was Golden Guardians versus FlyQuest, and FlyQuest did to Golden Guardians almost exactly what they did to C9. They controlled that game through and through. Golden Guardians was never really in it, even though they had the gold lead. Um, their 2000 gold lead was absolutely nullified by all the stats that weren't showing, uh, mainly the Orin items. <laughs> uh, so that sucked to watch. And then FlyQuest had another game immediately after that against Evil Geniuses to decide seeding. Um, which Evil Geniuses won? I did not catch the games. I didn't see how how handedly they won. But they definitely won. So that set us up in the current standings at the end of the regular season. With Team Liquid actually taking first place from Cloud9. Make their way up there. They, they did. They were... <laughs> What were they fourth place for a minute, right? And they actually ended up making that climb as EG kind of stumbled and Hundred T stumbled. They got into second and then made their way to the top seed, um, which means that I believe they start off against Evil Geniuses as the fourth seed uh, in the upper bracket, and C Nine starts against Hundred Thieves on Saturday as the second and third seed. FlyQuest takes the fifth, and Golden Guardians takes the sixth, which means they start at the lower bracket. Um, I believe Golden Guardians plays the loser of 100 Thieves C9, and FlyQuest yep. plays the loser of Liquid and EG. Uh, and I believe these are all five-game series. So it should be very, very interesting. Um, actually, I'm really looking forward to that 100 Thieves C9 game because that one feels like more of a toss-up compared to the EG TL game. But... That's where we're at, guys. Uh, that starts this Saturday, April 2nd, and on Sunday, April 3rd, you'll catch the Team Liquid game. Um, other than that, that's all I got. Awesome. And before, I guess we should also mention that this new patch we're about to read is what they're going to be playing on. So they literally have just less a than few five days. days. No, yeah. less than like two days. Yeah, I pre- thank you for reminding me for that because I forgot about that. And that is uh, going to be very interesting um i think that does give a slight edge to evil geniuses if they can capitalize uh, against team liquid um being the lower seed they have i wouldn't say nothing to lose but they have less to lose i feel like because they are the underdog right um team team liquid is definitely the the favorite and so evil geniuses might just pull some crap out of their ass and uh uh maybe take a game or two maybe drive it to a five game series so should be rather interesting but stay tuned for that if you guys are into the lcs that should be actually a great playoff starting matchup and they're having uh fans back so that's gonna be even better 
Yes, they are. They did sell out the LCS arena for, I think, all the playoff games. That's going to be hype. I can't wait to just hear a crowd. Right. <laughs> right, dude. They're all going to chant TSM because they're not in the in the, uh, in the the tournament. So you got that going for us. <laughs> all right, guys, really quick. We're going to take a break. All right, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, y'all, to 12.6. Ooh, so just looking at this, it looks like a very small patch. It does. Uh, but I know there's... The preview... But there's a lot of a lot more systems changes, and actually, I do want to go over their little their blurb at the beginning because I actually I think that's gonna give us a nice outline for what we're looking at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there are three uh, patch notes. Uh, people that worked on this, rioters. Sorry, that's the word I'm thinking of. <laughs> and like the first sentence here says "squad up" for patch twelve point six. So I hear that, and I'm like, wait, are they telling me to? play more flex queue games or more games with more people is that are we piggybacking off the solo duo issue um I think those, it's, those are the first things that came to my mind when i hear that sentence it's the skins they're it like is. a team of skins <laughs> it is because then you read oh, the yeah. next sentence it goes yeah anima squad up that is and i went oh <laughs> uh it's been a hot minute since the mid patch 12.5 balances so there's a lot in store this week in addition to some spunky new sci-fi skins, we have buffs and nurse galore, a set of adjustments to Rengar, and systemic changes to sustain items and runes. Phase 1 of the Mythic content overhaul is also finally here. Keep reading to find out more about Mythic Essence, the Mythic Shop, Unvaulted Prestige skins, and an update on Phase 2. Anyway, back to the Rift. Heard norms are looking kind of sus this week. Go check that out. So I don't know what that means, but that kind of sounds cool. Um... So we're looking at, what are we looking at? Nerfs for Hecarim and Trindamir, which is probably about time. Right. Uh, buffs for Azir, Darius, Jax, and Nidalee. Darius makes me nervous. It does. But I haven't <laughs> seen Darius in a hot minute, although I guess you're going to have to start playing Darius top. I hate that champion. <laughs> uh, an adjustment to Alawi and an adjustment to Rengar. And just as a quick note, the, the nerfs to Trindamir and Hecarim are targeted at high elo and pro play. Um, the buffs do not say that they're targeted towards anybody, so I don't know what to make of that. But I guess we'll find out here in a minute. Um, they talk about the new skins, all the battle bunny skins or battle animal, I guess. The anima squad. Whatever. No, they're calling, oh, yeah. That's, what that's they're whatever they're... It's like Star Guardian something. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> Um, and then you're seeing a lot of nerfs to lifesteal items and a new rune. So without further ado, let's also get really, really oh, quick though. Uh, I don't know how much time this is going to take. So we'll hit the Rengar changes at we, the very end, or we might just make another episode depending on or how that. long this one is. Yeah. So I, I know there, there's a pretty good, ch- pretty good chunk of this is Rengar changes. So yeah. Yep, yep. Just bear with us. <laughs> cool. Hit me with Azir, dude. He's first up on the list. This is another champion that if they touch a little too much or buff him a little too much, he gets insane. You'll see this champion yeah. in pro- fucking pro play every goddamn game. Seriously. And then it's Azir Corky mid lane every right. game. So health growth is going up by 13 per level. And at level... 18 is going to have an additional 200 and what is that? 21? 21. Yep. Yep. 221 extra health. 
That's almost a... No, that's more than a ruby crystal. So that's an extra 400 gold, basically, in his pocket at level 18. I think and that's yeah, that's I mean, impactful. I, that, if you're... If you're level 18 is here, you sh it's kind of like a Kale thing. Like, I feel like you just win the game. Right, right, right. Correctly. I was going to so. say, is, th is that like the only real changes they can do to Azir without absolutely destroying the game? Yeah, because that champion's <laughs> insane. Because I don't think 221 health does too much more than let him survive an auto attack or two from, from or a spell from uh, right. uh, an enemy laner. But at that point, you should be team fighting anyway. So, interesting. Right. Uh, hit me with the Darius changes because he's up next. Our base damage increased. Okay, it wasn't that that bad. <laughs> no, no, and but I think it still makes him more potent. Um, oh yeah. So I mean, at a at level six, first level rank of your first rank of your R, you're gonna get an extra twenty five base damage, and then at level three, rank alt, uh, you are gonna get an extra seventy five damage. Yep. You get twenty five, fifty, and seventy five. Nothing too crazy, but remember that is true damage, so it's uh, unmitigated or non-mitigatable. And a as I remind you in this blurb right here, his ult's damage is increased up to 100% based on how many stacks of his bleed he has. Yep. yep. So five stacks, Noxian Might, you're going to get fucked. Yep, that's 125 damage at, at level one. So, uh, or level, I guess when you're level six, skill level one. Mm -hmm. So he definitely packs a punch, and playing Malphite into Darius is not the way to go. Actually, it's not. I don't. Is that wait? Terrible, the ulti is true damage, right? right okay, yeah, it doesn't. You, you just end up getting bullied out, even though you're a. Uh... Well, doesn't his passive do true damage too? No, the bleed is physical. Okay, okay, that's helpful. Yeah, his, the... fuck his passive at the early levels. That shit's way too strong. Yep, just run uh, down. Anyways, all right, Hecarim, let's go. Hecarim, with a Q and E base damage decrease late. They are hitting the scaling on this champion because he's just all over pro right now. His ulti is just too fucking good. Um, and then, obviously, you couple that with the E, the devastating charge, and, like, you just have, like, a lot of CC for a champion that probably shouldn't have a lot of CC. If, he, if he's able to run you down, he shouldn't have too much CC, right? So you're looking at the Q Rampage, the... Damage is dropping, so it was 60 to 208 base damage, uh, levels 1 through 6. It's now 60 to 180, so not a big deal, although I believe if you... He gets bonus damage, right, if you keep hitting uh, enemies with the Q? It's the cooldown. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it definitely does more damage than a regular auto attack from him, but it's not a huge, a huge thing, so it's just going to mean... He's not hitting I mean, as hard late. It's your... Well, plus, I mean, you're building tank with this dude, so you're rushing... Right. Um, chem, tank. chem tank. Yeah, so I mean, why why is he... If you're building tank again, why should you be doing more damage? Right, so, right, and right. Your Q is your... <clears throat> you're, you're leveling up that first, so level 9, yep. you're going to feel at 28 less damage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, his E, Devastating Charge. So the minimum total damage was 30 to 110 plus the uh 55% bonus AD scaling. It is now 30 to 90 plus 55 bonus AD scaling. So not a again. not a huge difference again, just a little a little hit on that. Um and then the maximum damage was 60 to 220 plus 110 bonus AD 
It's now 60 to 180 plus oh, 110 40. bonus AD. Yeah, that, that one's hit pretty good. So that one, yeah, obviously the, the maximum is double what the minimum is. So sure, it, the maximum is going to feel definitely different. So you're going to want to use that less of a... Of you don't want to charge that all burst. the way up before exactly, you... Exactly, exactly. <laughs> right. Allow we quality of life changes. Oh, we got some bug fixes. This is different. Okay. Uh, what is her alt doing? R, Leap of Faith, now casts with Alawi facing towards your cursor, allowing for more favorable tentacle spawn rotations. Okay, that's kind of cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, So if I want to alt, because sometimes you want to alt and then, you know, pull the spirit out or whatever, right, or right. vice versa, but I mean, that's nice. Okay. Uh, bug fixes. I feel like this champion's had a lot of issues. Just Yes. Based on the whole tentacle. As I say, I think it comes from the tentacle spawn thing, because it doesn't work quite the same way as like Zyra plants or Heimer turrets. They they definitely work differently. And so I, I think you're right. It comes a lot from, from the way those uh, tentacles actually interact on the map. So, okay, let's see. When Alawi attacks a vessel while empowered by W, okay, nearby inactive tentacles will now slam her target as soon as they become active. So, so say if you, is if I'm understanding this correctly, when you yank the spirit out, you you kill the health of it, and they get slowed. Any tentacles that are already there just immediately start slamming. Is no, that I what I'm? I don't think so. That's because the 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 pull is the E, right? Yes. So yeah, if you pull it out, and the W is the is the like when you hit something, it causes the tentacles to slam. And I think before there was a slight delay, like a very oh, short maybe okay, quarter okay, second when she go in, okay. she'd hit. And then the tentacles would slam, and I think she hits, and the tentacles I guess slam at the same time. I don't time. understand why I said inactive. That I don't understand. Because whenever maybe does that mean that may well no I don't know because when they're inactive she's not around. That's what I'm saying when because they have she, I would consider them active when they have the two health bars so right. like she's near. I I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, weird. riot and the writing things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, spell queuing has been added to W and R, so you can now buffer other spells while casting them. Interesting. Oh, that's, that's actually okay. good because then you can, I mean, if you're going to cast Harsh Lesson and then queue right on top of that, like get the double hit there, um, would work kind of like uh, Alistair's WQ, right? Mm -hmm. W or, Harth, or, Harsh Lessons, what were you going to say? Or you ulti in and then hit the Harsh Lesson. Right as soon as the tentacles come up from the ulti, then you hit the harsh lesson and they all crash down. That's pretty gross, too. <laughs> CW visual indicators have been fixed and will show the correct range of her empowered basic attacks. I had no idea that was... I don't play this champion, so I had no idea there was... Uh, the indicator was wrong for the W. Interesting. Uh, yeah, tentacles no can no longer spawn on either team's base gates on Summoner's Rift. Okay. Uh, no... Vessels no longer contribute to Alawi's creep score when they expire or are destroyed. That's huh. important, I guess. <laughs> Tentacle smash and E. Q and E will now be visible to nearby enemy champions when casting from Fog of War. Okay, I guess that's low-key a nerf. That, right, right. That is weird. Hmm. Okay. Um. Actually, I've been seeing this champion a little bit more frequently. Um, and if she's in the wrong hands, she's absolutely terrible. When she's in the right hands, she's scary as fuck. Yeah, this champion can get out of control if it's... Very quickly. And she does scale somewhat. Like, 
unlike uh, Renekton, who, like, towards the late game, unless he's level 18 and no one else is, where he feels like, ah, I can deal with him, she feels undeal withable, unfuckwithable. <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs> uh, but we'll move down to Jax. He's next up on our list. And the base health is increased, and the W base damage is increased. So he's getting a base health increase. That's actually quite significant. He was at 503. I think he's going to go ahead. Is that 590? Is it 503? Oh, is that a 9? Oh, you're right. That is definitely a 9. 593. It looks like well, 503. Let's blame right. I was going to say 100 fucking. I know. That's what I was like. It's sizable. It's not as sizable as I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, once again, Riot putting dashes through fucking. I... Strike throughs through nines when it's not obvious that it's a nine or a zero. They should be using zeros with the with the slash at the middle so you can tell. Right. Um. So it's going from 593 to 615. So a little bit of a buff there. That's like a. Point two, I think. An auto attack. Yeah. 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 Um, and then the W empower was, uh, and it's just the base damage they're changing here. So none of the scaling, which this skill scales off of AP. Oh, it's just going up by 10. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 10 at all levels. So it was 40 to 180 to 50 to 190. Um, and I think that's important because in the past, when you used to build Triforce and it would give you AP, (laughs) you don't have that anymore. So, yeah, let's let's just talk about that for a second. Let's talk about Jax for a second. He has, a, he has a he's. I mean, you could also build used to build Gunblade on this dude because it was he has so right. much mixed damage. Right. One thing I feel like he needs to get like a little bit of attention because his the way his alt works is he gains resistances based on how much AD he has. He'll get armor for a percentage of AD he has, and then he gets magic resist for a percentage of AP he has. Why is that a thing? You're not going to build AP Jax. Right. You're not building Nash's Tooth on Jax. I'm sorry. It's not. It's a very... You'll build Wit's End before you build Nash's Tooth on Jax. It's very odd. It is weird. And I think it worked in the past when the items were there. But this season, the items aren't there anymore. So it's just strange. Let's do something with him, right? Please. Right, right, right. Well... The one thing about Jax is he can get out of control pretty quickly, too. Right. Uh, not typically to the buffs, but usually item buffs are what puts Jax out of, uh, totally out of control. So, interesting little little tidbit there. Like I said, definitely helpful because the W does do magic damage, but we're only talking 10 damage, so I don't think it's anything too crazy to uh, worry about. Um, but on to a long one with Nidalee. Uh, she's getting her human form W cost decreased, her E mana cost decreased late, and cast range increased, which is her heal, and her cougar W damage radius increased. So Nidalee's getting a pretty fat buff, which I'm scared about because this champion is actually insane in the right hands. I think um, in high elo at least. I don't. As I say, think Yankos. This he man missed all those spears. He'll miss every spear, but he'll nail your ass with the cougar. <laughs> um, so her human form, the bushwhack mana cost, uh, was 40 to 60. It's now 30 to 50. That's, That's just nice. her little trap, which are annoying as shit, especially if you're playing an ARAM. Like, dear God, they're annoying as shit. Um, so I don't like seeing that, but it is what it is. Can't change that. Not a big change there. 
um, her EV Primal Surge. This is the heal, and I think it's an attack speed steroid. Is that correct? Yeah, it is. Um, the mana cost was 50 to 90. It's now 50 to 70. And her cast range was 600. It's now 900. Which That's is the insane, same as dude. The That's heal like... is pretty small, and she generally uses it on herself. But pretty pretty big i mean that's pretty sizable give me some nidalee support dude 900 units is longer than caitlin's auto attack range just to give you an idea of what you're looking at that's like 650 is her auto attack range so before it was just a little shorter now it's it's hella longer that's like a quarter more like what the fuck that's big that is big and the the Cougar form is getting an extra 25 units on the uh, damage radius from 225 to 250. The uh, That's for pounce. And so her pounce is her, her engage. That's her like, oh, you stepped on my trap. Now I'm going to jump your bones, Q, E, U, and then I'm going to switch back, E myself, uh, maybe throw a spear or, or whatever it is she's going to do. She's, she's going to murk your face. That's all I'm saying. Um, we'll pass over the Rengar because there's a lot there. We'll circle yeah. back around if we have time. Uh, but tell me about Trindamir. Oh, that's boy. that's Here your boy go. right Finally, there, dude. <laughs> this this champion has been needing nerfs for so fucking long because like, well, it's not even he he didn't even receive anything. It was just the fact that teleport got changed last yeah. year. Yeah. And now you know you can just take Ghost on Trindamir and just run some motherfuckers down where you know he can just split push i mean split pushers got more powerful with the teleport change do do you you take it without without having gone through the changes um do you feel like maybe this might uh take your boy out and are you going to be happy to not have to play him anymore uh yes to both because i like trendomir i know i just interactive champion of the game sure i'm getting wins let's look Hold on, let's, let's reel it back a little bit. I'm not playing fucking ranked anymore because I hit gold, so I don't <laughs> fucking give a shit. Okay. I feel disgusted with myself that I had to play this champion. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's look it up. So, E cooldown uh, reduction per critical strike is... Okay, perfect. So, before you would... Um, when you would crit on a minion, it would lower the cooldown of your E by one second. And if you crit on an enemy champion, it would be two seconds. Now, you combine that with Navori Quick Blades. It's fucking broken. His, you could not escape this dude. Yeah. He would auto-attack a minion wave and then, you know, spin at you like a asshole. Question. Is he yeah. the only champion that uses Navori Quick Blades? I would argue you could build it on Lucian, but I don't think... You can, but there's better items out there for Lucian right now. I'll say it's moment. good, but it wouldn't be. This is like you built the this, second item. Right, right. It's broken on Trindamir. Um. So, yeah, so they are changing it from one second to 0.75 seconds. And then that's for non champions. And then uh, two seconds to one and a half seconds per champions. I don't think that's that much. No. A quarter, like quarter, and then. Especially yeah, if you have a quarter. 100% crit, dude. You're hitting that every time. Yeah, right. It's so easy. You you get one item, and I think your passive gives you forty percent max crit when you stack it up. Your, I think your so. Passive, and I then so. you get another item that's twenty five percent, whatever, or twenty percent. <laughs> so you're at sixty percent off one item. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, and then gross. for her undying rage. Oh, this one's good. Um, they are increasing the cooldown by twenty seconds early. Oh, that's good. That's actually really good. I think I. I mean, unless you, I think you knew this. I think maybe I told you, but. 
you would only take one point in your R. You yeah. would not level it up at 11 or 16 because there's right. no point. It was only a 10 second increase. Right. Or decrease in cooldown. Now it's 20 seconds early. And then, yeah, exactly. It's, it's 20 seconds at each rank, right? Except for the final. It goes back to 90. Yeah, final. So again, they want you to level up your R. Right, right, right. Which so. I don't want Trindamir to do because the less often he has it, the more often I can actually possibly maybe kill him. So I guess that goal for me. <laughs> so I think this is good. I'm, he might still be played. I don't think the the E change. I think the R changes are bigger than the E. Agreed. But... Agreed. Because the E at a certain point he's attacking so goddamn fast that a half second doesn't make much of a difference. It's one more auto right. attack than it would have. Yeah, and every auto attack eventually is going to be reducing. And again, right. Navori, I don't. Right. Right. Right insane all right so that does it with champions uh aside from rengar who hopefully we will we could circle back around to or have a yeah. second episode on so let's um, move down to wait i guess we could group this these are together. all together yes the items changes are all together so uh Life as steel. as mentioned in the paragraph uh, the original the opening paragraph is that they're hitting the sustain um so as dean just said lifesteal is really what they're targeting um but I know even in the runes they're hitting some sustain in in Bloodline, which I think Bloodline is Omnivamp now, if I remember correctly. We'll get there. Uh, we'll get yeah exactly we'll get there. So what they're doing is they're taking I believe it's two percent yeah two percent. So Vampiric Scepter is the the main item right? Vampiric Scepter gives you or gave you ten percent life steal. It's now going down to eight percent, which I think it was in the past. If I remember correctly, I think that's how it was a few years ago. It was 8%. Mm-hmm. Um, which means that Blade of the Ruin King is not going to have 10% lifesteal. It's only going to have 8%. And Immortal Shield Bow will no longer have 10%. It will only have 8%. Um, and for the Orn Masterwork item, it goes from 12% down to 10%. Um, also, with Immortal Shield Bow, you're going to gain some on the shield. Yeah, they're kind of trying to compensate... Right, which I think bigger. is fair because I feel like sometimes when you're playing, like the the shield just pops instantly. Like sometimes you're like, why is there even a shield? It's just destroyed until you're later on in the game where you have some some power. So shield bow was uh, two seventy five to six fifty levels one through eighteen on the shield. It's now two seventy five to seven hundred. Yeah, fifty fifty extra shield is not gonna do shit. Right, and you're gonna get the same on the blood ward, which is the ore item. Right. Um, and the mythic passive was five bonus AD and 50 health. It's now five bonus AD and 70 health. See, so I you like get a little that. bit more. Um, like that. That's going to equal out roughly to, that's going to equal out to 100 health at, at full items, right? Right. Um, we went over Blade of the Ruin King and Vampiric Scepter. So those are the big changes here. They're just trying to take the sustain down. So they're going to give you the temporary health in terms of a shield. Let me try that again. In terms of a shield. Instead of saying like an idiot. Uh, <laughs> but they're going to take away the sustained health you get from actually attacking something. So I think that's a fair trade-off. It, it is designed to make the items a tad bit weaker. Um, you know what You know what? this tells me? Like, that's screaming at me? It, it's going to make Bloodthirster that more valuable. Oh, yeah. That too. That too. Because they're not touching Bloodthirster. So that's you're right. That's still, tw- what, 20% life steal? Yeah, dude, that That's item a, is insane. See, and like, you're, and everything. Now, I could see people saying, fuck 
shield bow. Give right. me, give me, crack it fucking, or gale force, and then bloodthirster second. That's gonna right. give me a shield and a lot more life steal. Like that's, I, I, I feel like you go, you you're better off with gale force on that too, just because you're diving in and trying to hit it. And I, I do still feel like blade of the ruin king is still relevant, just because it has the slow, it does an ass ton amount of damage elsewhere. Right, and it's just the life steal that they're hitting. Um, and that item, although you do buy it for lifesteal, you're not buying it purely for the lifesteal, where you are buying shield bow for the lifesteal and the shield, right? So I, that, I think, it's less effective on blade and far more effective on shield bow, because I feel like shield bow is the one that's taking, uh, I guess, taking over, being the, the main item that people are building. All right, so that does it for the items. We're going to continue with... The healing Ooh. items. Uh, healing so Ravenous <laughs> Hunter is going bye-bye. Yes. This, dude, this blew me away when I saw it on the preview. Or not on the preview. When I was looking for the patch notes this morning, I stumbled across uh, Surrender at 20. And this is one of the things I saw was the Ravenous Hunter getting traded out for the new rune Treasure Hunter. But I didn't see what Treasure Hunter was, so please tell me about Treasure Hunter. <laughs> Gain 70 gold when you claim a bounty hunter stack. Bounty hunter. Uh, this bounty is increased by 20 gold for each bounty hunter stack. So, I'm not sure where this is coming from. This rune fucking sucks. There, I feel like, is, what, are supports the only thing going to take this? I feel like this is only worth on supports. I don't know. This rune fucking sucks. You might take it on a champion that uses first strike because you're trying to get gold early. That's the whole point. Of I that mean, rune. I don't like. I don't know, man. Like, so seventy gold when you claim a bounty hunter sack. So then, so seventy for the didn't... first one, and then 90? ninety for the second. One ten, one thirty, one fifty. So how much gold is that? And then that's it, right? You don't get any right. extra gold. No, I don't think so. So let me look. Seventy plus ninety plus one ten plus one thirty plus one fifty. So like, yeah, I take it back. Gold. It's five hundred and fifty gold. That's actually quite a bit that's so, that's equivalent to a vampiric scepter which ravenous hunter was not see that's what i'm, I'm like it's but not a lot but sucks. i feel like i could see supports taking this just to get a little extra injection of gold i can early. see a yasuo taking this or or a, basically like a hyper carry a hyper carry taking this because they want to get off the ground early or a an early game champion taking this but i would not see a mid game champion taking this so, like, Samira, I could see taking this if she can get a couple early kills. And Samira's really strong right now, by the way. Um, that's just a little tip for you guys. So, I could see her taking this rune just to get a couple kills early, get that money in your pocket, uh, buy your, your mythic early on. I could see Draven taking this yeah. because he's all about gold injection early. Um, I Maybe I take back what I said about... about hyper carries taking it because they would be more defensive early on in the game than they would be um i mean yeah you just any champion that's gonna want to get going early is gonna want this right right um so it's an interesting it's an interesting it's one very random all right moving on to fleet footwork uh taking a small change from the healing yeah, this, is, this is an interesting yeah. one because i feel like this rune doesn't heal you that much anyways and so they're nerfing it which is weird <laughs> it's just they're just trying to keep up with the theme of less healing less sustain. right right i just i feel like this thing doesn't give you shit 
anyways. So I'm like, they probably could have left it. But anyways, uh, what, what are they doing to this thing? So base numbers are staying. It's still 1 to 100, levels one, uh, level 1 through 18. The bonus AD is getting dropped by 10%, and then the AP is getting dropped by 10%. 10%. So it's a small, very tiny nerf. Right, right. I Like I said, this rune doesn't do shit anyways, so I'm actually a little surprised that they're even touching it. And I, I like you said, they're just sticking with the theme, but like... I don't know. I feel like it doesn't do jack shit. Well, it's, it's even doing More less useless. jack shit now. I mean, right, especially right, it, right. if you also take into consideration Ravis Hunter's gone. I mean, that shit. I remember, was it? It must have been last season. Um, It was insanely broken. Like, every fucking yes. champion took that, and then they nerfed it into the ground. Right. Because I think, like, before it got nerfed, it gave you a flat two and a half vamp. And then they nerfed it, and then it had no vamp until you got a stack. So it was, yeah. Because yeah. I feel yeah. like every ADC was taking Rabbit's Hunter right. Red right. Tree. So now that's gone. Fleet's down. Fleet's it's down, bad. and Bloodline's going down because they're up next. Right. Losing 0.2% per stack at 15 stacks. So it used to give you 9% at 15 stacks. It's now 6% at 15 stacks. However, but, yeah, I say however. <laughs> after reaching maximum legend stacks, your maximum health increases by 100, which really ain't jack shit because you should get that stack around roughly about 15 minutes, I think. When if you're playing ADC, you'll get that last stack. Um, I mean, yeah, depend on how many health, if you're fed, so, you're gonna right. get fast. So I think you can also get it on on large minion kills, maybe if it's 15 stacks. I don't remember, but yeah, either way, it's it's taking a nerf, a pretty pretty fat nerf 9% to 6% is a pretty big deal when it comes to lifesteal. So keeping with that theme, uh, like you said earlier, bloodthirster is going to become the lifesteal item. It's going to be fucking good, dude. So yeah, think about that. Think about that. Um, and that's the end of the in game changes. Uh, here comes all the mythic stuff. And I think I'd actually rather talk about Rengar than go through this mythic stuff. Sure. I mean, just I mean, we've already talked about it a million times. Your mythic right. essence is getting converted, guys. Go read it. All the read skins, it. all if, these. If, if oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say all these skins. If there's some skins that came out in 2018, this is gonna be, I think, for the rest of the year or maybe six months. Um, you, you're gonna be able to get a chance to get these skins. Yeah, and if you guys want us to um go over those. Uh, just let us know. It, yeah, well, yeah. I think Rengar. You could call Rengar is probably a little more. It's important. more relevant to the actual game, um, and and obviously to this episode where the mythic changes, we can go over on a on a separate episode, maybe next week, if you guys want us to do that and continue going into what they're actually doing, because now they have more information than they did when they released the dev blog a couple months ago, but right. Anyways, let's, uh, let's drop that subject. Let's go on to rangity dangity, the stabby cat. All right. And also thank you guys for hanging in there. It's a long episode. So yes, we're getting through it, baby. All right. Rangar passive. We'll start with the passive Rangar's next leap. will grant one ferocity and they 
So before it would only grant you one if you had no ferocity. Okay. So we're starting your so no matter what, you're leaping, you're getting a stack. And then it is changing to upon losing all ferocity stacks, no matter how much ferocity he gains before his next leap. Okay. I'm trying to process that. Okay. Rengar's next leap attack will grant one ferocity upon losing upon losing all ferocity stacks, no matter how much does that feel like it's just like a run-on sentence? <laughs> what am I? Am I tripping? Because like it feels like it says upon losing all ferocity stacks, and then it has no matter how much ferocity he gains for his next leap in parentheses. Should there not be like a continuation of what they were gonna say? Uh, Can you help me? I'm like I feel. Uh, s- uh, English is a just read it. Here. Just let's see. Yeah, Rengar's next let me, let me leap. Just try it out here. So Rengar's next leap will grant one ferocity. Upon losing all ferocity stacks, no matter how much ferocity he gains before his next leap. I don't... So, that, does that just mean he gets one ferocity regardless? I don't fucking know. Fuck Riot. Riot, what does that mean? I don't... I feel stupid we're gonna figure it out in three days and be like, that's what it means! Because it's uh, like... I don't know. Let, let, let me get sense. down to the next one and see if maybe that makes sense. Oh, you're right. This happens to us all the fucking time. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Rengar will be able to leap after 0.35 seconds in brush or camouflage consistently rather than based on a 0.3 to 0.45 second timer. So the leap range has been slightly increased to offset the variability. Variability. Okay, so it's just more constant of a leap. That doesn't help us. Um, however, there's another piece to this passive <clears throat> where it says... Rengar now has a ferocity resource bar that indicates how much ferocity he currently has. Stacks generated by leaps will have a different color, so you'll know if you'll gain ferocity on your next leap. That makes more fucking sense. You'll know when you see it, is what I'm getting here. So for now, I don't play this champion, so I really don't know shit about him. Other than he's a stabby cat, and when you see that fucking eye above you, it means he's coming for that booty. That's all I know about this champion. Okay, so on top of all that, it's getting a small buff as in it's getting the duration of the stacks is getting increased by two seconds out of combat. Okay, so instead of falling off after eight, it's falling off after ten. That's pretty nice. Uh, Bone Tooth Necklace takedown timer. Wow. Uh, Getting uh, an assist or kill within three seconds now. It's getting doubled. It was one and a half seconds. You have three seconds after damaging an enemy champion. That's pretty big. One and a half felt like you just had to burst the fuck out of somebody to get that. So, three seconds is crazy. This champion's going to scale up a lot faster, I think. Man, I I hate this champion, man. I, I hated playing him some now top lane, too. Like, oh, you just ban the fuck out of this champion. It's going to be, be even worse now that he gains a stack per leap. Because he just runs into the bush and leaps on me. Right, 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 right. And then he's going to proceed to eat your asshole. Clean out. Okay. <laughs> Q. Q. Savagery. Rengar's Q-empowered basic attack is now always a critical strike. Oh, my God. Wait, what? Why? So, okay, is that empowered Q as in his 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 max ferocity Q? 
I would think, yeah, it's got to be empowered Q. It's okay. always critical strike. So instead of regular crit strike damage, each 1% crit strike chance increases this empowered <laughs> attack's damage by 0.66. So, okay, okay. So it's saying the critical strike is not fully. Okay, let me, let me try to say this again. That makes more sense. So critical strike damage, I believe, is it 35? No, it's fifty percent, right? Fifty percent on top of what you would normally deal. I thought it was it was a hundred. Was it seventy five percent? Or maybe okay. You're right. I think it's seventy five. It used to be yeah, double a long time ago. It used ago. to be double. Old so it is seventy five percent more powerful. So what they're saying instead of that regular critical strike damage, they're gonna take the critical strike chance. So you got to think like the way the ash works. Her slow works on critical strike chance. Not on crit damage. So the more crit you build, the more she can slow. The more crit you build for Rengar, the more his empowered uh, attack does. But it only scales off that crit strike chance by two-thirds. If you buy IE, it's Not basically enough. a one-to-one. -one. So... That means if you have 100% crit on Rengar, which you shouldn't have 100% crit on Rengar, he's an assassin. Uh, if you have 100% crit with an IE, Rengar can actually double, almost double his attack. You would get 99%, which is, I mean, for all intents and purposes, double the damage. They, I mean, they're they're encouraging you to build because you see these they are. bruiser Rengars. Yes. So I mean, I could see. Uh, I mean, you could go Dustblade, and then um, Ghostblade. Ghostblade. I mean, I'm trying to think of collector. like I would say Collector with Crit. Collector has Crit. I I could see you building like full Crit just to be that you're gonna fucking one shot motherfuckers. Like you think rent you get deleted by Rengar now? Right. I just imagine if you just went full glass cannon. If you slap but on an infinity edge. If you build Dustblade, I don't think you can get 100% crit because I think you need. Um, well, you wouldn't. You'd get one of the you mythics, could, right? You could at least get 60, which is right. all you need for IE. Right, 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 right. <clears throat> so you could get an extra pretty much 60% damage on your empowered Q if you have IE. So that's something. If you don't have IE, you're only getting two thirds. So keep that in mind. That's a very, very important piece and i feel like now you have to build ie on rengar which is an expensive ass item and if you don't get off the ground early as right. an assassin you're never going to get that built so you have to make the conscious decision if Treasure you're getting hunt. off early you need Taking. to take that ie you gotta build tre or take treasure hunt get that extra gold yeah yeah you're right you're right because he would be a champion that wants that especially with the bone tooth necklace passive and everything um if he doesn't get off the ground do not build IE. You will not do yourself any favors. Build yourself an edge of night or something. Give yourself an opportunity to survive something. Um, bear that in mind. I don't play Rengar, but I know that he is a champion that can get bursted. He's an assassin. So, I mean, that's what you should expect. So, um, it also does say that the Q savagery applies to basic attacks against towers. Uh, it does not apply against plants, which I believe is really just important to Zyra or just jungle like or does it is it saying it doesn't consume like so if you're if you have five fury or whatever max fury, is it four 
whatever. Uh, if you have max yeah, fury stacks, it'll consume if you're using this a turret because it gives you the extra crit and it gives you attack speed. Right. But if you use your Q on a like jungle oh, plant, yeah, like it a blast, consume, blast it won't cone. consume it. Okay, okay. Maybe you might be right there. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, that's what I'm getting. Okay, that makes more sense than what I was thinking. That makes a lot more sense than what I was thinking. It's like, damn, that's a... <laughs> I know, I'm like, what the hell? Zyra. I was gonna say, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, so that's the confusing Q. Let's move down to the Bola strike, the, the e. e. The Ebola strike. So, I guess he had... you think they did a... that on purpose? Ebola... Dude, I didn't even think about that. Probably <laughs> not. Probably not. Well, when did Rengar come out? I don't know. You know, know. what? Don't tell me. I don't want to get that far into it. We'll, we'll, we'll hit that one on the champion review. Eventually, we'll come Ebola. back to that. All right. Um, thank you, Trick2G. Uh, so it says, no cast, only throw. Rengar can now throw his E, Bola Strike, instantly with zero cast time during leaps. Oh, I didn't know he had a cast God. time. It was very... It was like half very, a second. Like a ha okay, quarter second, half second. Okay. And that was instant. It also now grants true sight and normal vision 150 units around the first enemy hit for two seconds. Wow. That's pretty gross. If you hit an invisible enemy like a Twitch running away or whatever, or a Teemo, um, they're just going to die now. So that's interesting. That was one of the one of the changes I did see early on. I didn't see the true sight, but I did see the basically you can leap and throw it at the same time. So that's actually pretty important. Instead of having to wait to land and then throw it where you have the opportunity to miss, like you can just throw it where you're leaping. Um, that's it for that. And then the ulti. This is this is cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now grants not only true sight but normal vision, a hundred units around the nearest enemy. I kind of like that because, like, now if you if you are playing this degenerative a champion and you want to go in and one shot the ADC. <laughs> Prior, I mean, be like, oh, you only see your target. Or the, I think it's you only see the closest target to you. You get the, the vision. Now you're like, oh, if I'm going to, maybe if I'm going to go for this enemy Jin, maybe the Leon is standing right next to him and I can see that and I don't want to go for him. Yeah, maybe. see, that that was a nice counterplay of that. And you just lost the counterplay on that. So, I mean, um, how 100 units, not too big. It's not. But, like, I feel like. You sometimes you have the opportunity to fucking annihilate Jin's titties, and then all of a sudden Leona's there, and you're like, "Well, mistakes were made," and you really had to pick those. But now it's like, "Oh, well, there's no one here. I'm just gonna go kill this guy." So it, it's definitely a lot safer, and I'm definitely going to be banning the fuck out of this champion. That wasn't That's as long it. as I thought it was gonna be. Okay. No, no. It's still pretty pretty interesting changes, though. I, right. I, I might, maybe I'll play try them. I fucking hate this champion, dude. I'm. Me too, but he might. Be I've been broken. banning Zeri a lot, and that would ban Rengar, because he can take over in the top lane. He can take over in the jungle. Um, I don't really know what you do to counter jungle him. I guess you would play somebody who's got early strength, maybe. Yeah. Or a tank that can withstand his damage early. I don't know. I feel like you have to hunt him. I guess to to do it like a support and a jungler or whatever have to hunt him down in the jungle to to get ahead but i guess it's kind of similar to playing against an evelyn too so yeah that does it that does it guys um for our question yeah, this week i i want to know what you guys think about the lifesteal changes um we mentioned we think bloodthirst is going to be 
the premier lifesteal item. Um, but how do you guys feel about sustain in the game right now? And, and yeah, is this good? Is this bad? Do you think it's, I mean, I hate, there was way too much healing in the game. I always said that. Yeah. And I think, I think this is a step in the right direction. Um, and I know we always talk about how sometimes grievous wounds just sucks ass anyways. Um, but when we go over your guys' answers, we'll bring those those topics back up and back around for you. Yeah, let um, us know about sustain and, yeah. and how much you think this is going to impact that. Um, as for a poll, why don't do you think this treasure hunter rune is 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 good? Just make it simple, yes or no. Is this good? Are you going to take it? Yes or no? I almost want to add that to the question. How do you feel about the lifesteal changes, and how do you feel about the treasure hunter? Okay, we can add those together then. And, and then maybe we're... maybe the poll is if you guys want us to go over the the mythic uh, in detail. Shop. Like even yeah. I feel like mm, I think there's, there's a lot more it. detail here than than we had before. But if you get, I don't know. Yeah. Hextech, okay. Okay. Hold on. I just scroll down. So hextech. Okay. There's 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 some interesting things, and there's a phase two update as well. So do you guys if, want us to go over mythic? Yeah. Do another episode of mythic essence yep. or whatever bullshit. Myth mythic uh, content uh, shop mythic shop. Yeah. Um, cool. All right, guys. Uh, stay tuned for Friday. Um, that episode will also be coming out for Ash and Fiddlesticks. Ashel Sticks. That thing. Um, guys, hopefully um, you do have some gemstones and you get some skins you want to get too. Um, I just want to uh, tell you guys one last thing about gems before we sign off. Oh my god. Gems are truly outrageous. All right, guys. We'll see you on Friday. <laughs> Peace.